Hey, welcome to Ultra Life today. My name is Adam Payne. I'm the CEO and owner of Ultra Botanica. You're joining us at Ultra Life today. We're going to be going into an interview we did with an amazing naturopath by the name of Kenzie Taylor. She earned her stripes here in Oklahoma, had aspirations to be an MD, but her journey took her in directions that uh, nobody expected. She became paralyzed after a, uh, what is that called when you're jumping around and you uh, get thrown up in the air as a cheerleader? It was those kinds of acrobatics. She had a hard fall and it, and it, and it nearly ruined her life. But as it turns out, God had her on a journey that nobody could expect. So uh, join me in listening to this amazing journey with Kenzie Taylor. What do you think? Do you think black pepper is necessary for the adequate absorption of curcumin into the body? True or false? It's actually false. Black pepper or piperin extract does not improve the absorption of curcumin into the body. It inhibits enzymes in the liver are responsible for the breakdown of curcumin molecules that absorb into your body. Curcumin is a material that's poorly absorbed in its native form. It's in a crystal, it's bound to itself. LPS technology binds those curcumin molecules to a protein, and then as your body digests that protein amino acid, those molecules get absorbed right into your body. So you don't need to use black pepper or oil in order to aid the absorption. We're already providing molecular curcumin in our liquid protein scaffold. We want you to see for yourself whether UltraCur can create a breakthrough in the inflammation in your body. UltraCur, the feel-good curcumin. So welcome to Ultra Life today. I'm Adam Payne, and you will be starting to hear stories and interviews from uh, Ultra Botanica, a company located in Oklahoma City, where we have come up with one of the most amazing technologies ever to be invented called liquid protein scaffolding. It doesn't sound like much, but this is a technology that we've developed that allows for plant bioactive compounds to be absorbed into the body. We're going to have cutting edge interviews with key opinion leaders, people that have been shakers and movers in the fields of health and wellness, and we're bringing them right to you here in Chicago and the greater Chicago area. As you listen in the upcoming weeks, we will be live broadcasting out of our studios and giving you an opportunity to connect with us, to connect with our listeners, and to, uh, and to win free samples and free bottles of our Ultra Botanica liquid protein scaffold technologies. We look forward to meeting y'all and we hope that you enjoy this interview that we have coming up with Kenzie Taylor. She has a remarkable journey of health and wellness and she has uh, quite a story that takes you down through the pits of, of pain and suffering and into an experience of recovery and wellness. And further on in the show, you'll be listening to Ed Fletcher, an herbalist, a botanist, somebody that has specialized his life in herbal medications, trying to uh, find the great sources of wildcrafted herbs, as well as somebody that's currently um, going out into the field and uh, working with people that wild, wild harvest herbs and people that grow herbs for uh, different companies. So I hope you enjoy all this. We certainly do. I present to you Ultra Life Today. Hey, this is Josh Bell, your Chief Product Evangelist with Ultra Botanica. 
the makers of the curcumin you can feel. I'm sitting here with Adam Payne, the CEO of Ultra Botanica. Hey, Adam. Hey, Josh. And uh, boy, do we have a treat for our audience today. Very Sandwich. special guest. Sandwich yeah. between us here this morning. Oh, I forgot to say, the Ultra Botanica Studios coming to you yep. from Oklahoma City right here. Uh, we've got a dear friend, special guest today, Kenzie Taylor. She's a naturopath. She's an owner of Taylor's Herbs here in Oklahoma City. And she has an amazing story. I've heard it before, spoiler alert, but I'll try to stay out of her business and let her tell it, uh, regarding her health journey and how ultimately she's become a healer of many others as a naturopath. So, uh, Kenzie, take us back in time. Share with us this amazing journey that brought you to the place where you're helping other people with their health journey. I guess the first thing I would say is I was raised in a medical household. So my mom's a nurse, my stepdad's a pharmacist, and um, that's what path I was going to take. I had every plan to be a surgeon by 30. You know, oh, wow. Like, uh, driven. That's very a bit driven. ambitious, yeah. Yeah. I used to say nothing and no one was going to stop me. Let me get Closer, yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Nothing and, or no one was going to stop me. That was like my mantra. Um, and then in high school, I was a cheerleader and actually was the one that they'd throw in the air. Wow. <laughs> they call that a flyer. A flyer. Oh, yes. my gosh. So I would fly through the air. How high do you get? Um, pretty high. Um, 15 feet? At least. Because wow. then they, they pop you up, you know, so oh, you go wow. a little higher. Um, and then at summer camp, actually, I was dropped on accident, oh. of course, <laughs> from a full stunt where they're fully extended. And um, from there, it just kind of progressed as like shin splints, and it would be kind of hard to get around sometimes, but just thought it was normal because I was cheerleading, I did dance, I did all the things, you know, I was in every extracurricular activity there was available. And, um, Anyway, one morning I woke up and I couldn't move. So how long was that from the time you had the accident and you're still kind of living life normally with a little aches and pains, then all of a sudden you can't move? It was about uh, four to six months there. Wow. Um, I would have days where it'd be like really hard to get out of bed. But I just thought, oh, I overdid it. You yeah. know, no big deal. And um, then the morning that I woke up and I literally, my legs were swollen and I could not physically move them. I just started screaming, obviously. <laughs> And my mom came running up the stairs. She had to carry me down the stairs. They took me to the hospital. And they're like, oh, she just overdid it. You know, uh, here's a steroid shot. <laughs> and go home and let her rest for a few days. And then what progressed as just a quick steroid injection ended up being about a year and a half in bed. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, so I mean, I, uh, yeah, physiologically, what happened? So what, uh, first off, I went to multiple different doctors, had yep. multiple different diagnoses, had a, um, had a, um, psych eval because they thought I was doing it oh, to myself. Yeah, you know? you, you're, you're mentally defective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be this sick. Yeah, straight A student involved in everything. <laughs> like one of my nicknames was Miss Perfect. <laughs> like, oh, wow. you know, I'm like, oh, pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, very type A driven personality. And, uh, of course I passed that. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you weren't you weren't um, looking for attention. No. <laughs> Good Lord. And, and they didn't immediately over medicate you with psych meds. Oh no. Thank, thank God. God. But yeah. I was on. Um, my last doctor just said she has you know some weird autoimmune disease and literally sent me home to essentially die. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did this huge roundtable study with all the heads of the departments on my case, and they were like. So was there some sort of inflammatory thing going on? Oh, I was oh. massively inflamed. Really? Mass I mean, like, my legs would swell and get <sighs> super red and hot, and then it would, like, work its way up my spine. On So this is happening on a regular basis? Regular basis. The only thing that would give me any type of relief was scolding hot showers or bath. 
What? And, and, yeah. and again, just oh, to just on. to remind our listeners, how long were you in bed and were you literally having to be transported places by your parents? What oh, was going on? That sounds like a setup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, is. Oh it was, especially at the end. Like, I would have moments where it'd be a little better and I could get around with some assistance, like with a rolling chair or oh my a gosh. walker. <laughs> you were like, how old were you at this point? I was 15 when it started. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th- think about being a type A person, Adam, and going from being the individual that knows exactly where you're going in life to being in bed for, what, a year? Maybe about a year and a half. year and a half. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So the last bit, my mom was literally having to carry me, dress me, and feed me because they had me so over-medicated. I had wasted away to about 80 pounds. I'm in tears. So <laughs> sorry, Kenzie. This is yeah. horrible. Yeah, so I... Um, you know, the last, like I said, the last doctors just said, take her home and get her comfortable, essentially. And um, my, my prescription for pain meds was take as needed. So it wasn't even an amount. So I literally was taking a handful. Back in the day, right? When Back they would the just day. say, hey, here's a bottle of 120 well, of I mean, these opiates. They, you know, they, they think end stage disease. They're thinking, we just want to make you comfortable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what, so, I have to ask the question, and I know you. Redemption I, is coming. What, what, what changed? So actually, um, you know, my mom and everybody, we were, they were just talking about what to do. And my grandfather was like, hey, I grew up with this guy who's actually a chiropractor. Let's try it. Now, again, we had tried maybe a chiropractor once or twice, I think, but not all are created equal. Right? That's right. Uh, love the profession, obviously saved my life. So, um, but anyway he's like let's just try it and so my mom was like whatever you know we'll do whatever we can yeah sure you're we're at we're and, desperate and, and for I gotta any ask solution you, as conventional medical people that your mm-hmm. parents were mm-hmm. what did they think about chiropractic um i mean okay well they adjust your back okay you know like okay right. cool you have okay. a sore back so they at least didn't think the chiropractor was going to cripple you more not cripple me more <laughs> no. i guess in your instance yeah, it was no, like, what do we got to lose exactly and so my mom carried me in and laid me on this man's table and was like with my stack of scans you know and was like please don't waste our time wow please don't waste our time and um so he threw one up and he goes oh it's right there pointed right to the problem adjusted me did some acupuncture i walked out of his office that day what (laughs) gee his name is dr james bug and he is definitely accredited him and the lord why i'm sitting here today yeah it was so what did he point to what was it? So what it ended up being is called piriformis syndrome. Mm. Okay, so it's a piriformis muscle that controls hip flexor uh, movement. Brutal if you get that pain, as uh-huh. dancers do. My yes. daughters were all dancers. Yeah, so, yeah. so but um, unfortunately with mine, my static nerve actually runs through the muscle. And so... So is, is that like a, a genetic kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I come to find out, they said grandfather, who has now gone on to be with the Lord, but he actually had it too just a mild aversion wow but the fall and then the chronic inflammatory response that i had kept that muscle so inflamed it was literally pinching off my static nerve root so it not only had affected all the way down to my feet my legs obviously but has worked its way up my spine and so that created a feedback loop with your immune system yes and had a little bit of scoliosis on top of that so it was just this whirlwind of issues so, anyway. and so after that point, literally, you had no more issues. Well, I say that I had to come off of meds. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, we had a really bad ice storm that year. Go figure. We live in Oklahoma. We get those often. 
and I ran out. Oh wow, of you my cold name. turkey! So I literally went cold turkey, and I had seizures for about six months oh. after that, just from the nerve response. Because I mean, mind you, I've been on some type of pain med for over a year and a half at this point. Yeah. Wow! As a very young person, mm -hmm. too. Wow! Yeah. So, so clean and sober now. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I yeah, no, I it was crazy and uh, I would see Dr. Bug uh, a couple times a week for a while and you know, at first I would feel better for a little bit and then of course just the chronic inflammatory response would just keep kicking in. So after that point of coming off all the meds, actually being able to walk <laughs> and get back into life, I um just decided I was going to swear off all meds at that point. <laughs> we take an we, we are, wow. And that, and that changed your direction from wanting to be a surgeon, I mm -hmm. guess, to um, looking for something else. Was, was your current path kind of obvious to you or did, or did other things happen? No, I still thought, hey, I'm going to still be medical. <laughs> and I went that route. I had an opportunity for a scholarship. Okay. And um, I literally almost had like PTSD. I couldn't do it. Really? Because the profession that I had highly esteemed, unfortunately, had failed, failed you. me. Failed you. As a child. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so. So I either you were kind of, I guess, kind of setting this up. You were either going to go in there and change the profession, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I yeah, mean, you could, you could have. Doctors out there, don't get right, me wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could have like, uh, they failed me, and I'm going to fix what the how they failed me. Or you were going to, or or God opened up another path for you. He did. He did. He. What's no. that, Josh? Oh, that must be it's, it's. It's not supposed to be going off because my <laughs> phone is silent. So it's that might be silent. my phone. We're good. But just to wrap it up, uh, I was sitting on the end of Doctor Bug's bed, actually his adjusting table, and I was bawling because I didn't know what to do with my life. Here I have my life back. Right. I gave up my scholarship, which my whole family thought I was nuts. I thought, okay, well, I'll be a nurse. Because then, you know, better bedside manner. And yeah, you can take care of patients. Yeah. You know? That's what my mom does. I just thought, okay, I can, I won't be prescribing meds all day. And then um, I had a great GPA, a great interview, and I didn't get into nursing school. So I gave up what? med school. Hold Did on. Get, yeah, uh-huh. And so, you know, total failure moment. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the end of his adjusting table just bawling, I don't know what I would do with my life. You know, and he just looked at me and he was like, sweetheart. You won't even take an ibuprofen if I beg you to. Uh, you're already doing nutrition. You're already taking supplements and researching. Why don't you be a naturopath? And I was like, a what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's loud. <laughs> it was. It was so good. I, uh, I was like, well, okay. I'll look into it. And so I started looking into it. And here I am. Wow. So mm -hmm. I guess we're, we're going to come back after our break here and, uh, and talk about uh, your journey into naturopathy. A lot of our listeners might know what naturopathy is. Um, it's, uh, and it, it, I, do you, do you actually, do you know the origins of naturopathy? Do they teach that when you study? Oh, really? It's Hippocrates or the Hippocratic, I mean. It's really, it goes back to before allopathic medicine, doesn't it? Uh, it's the original. <laughs> it's the original. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so, God-given. <laughs> so just thinking that, you know, oh, well, naturopathy, that's something new. It's actually, well, it's what, mm -hmm. what was before we had all of this molecular medicine that we're, exactly. that we're dealing with right now. So we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is Ultra Life Today.
Hi, this is Kinsey Taylor, naturopath and owner of Taylor's Herbs in Oklahoma City with my ultra health tip of the day. I would say to try to live a lifestyle of 80-20. 80% wholesome, healthy choices, 20% have a little fun. Ooh, I love that. Okay, so Kenzie, you got introduced to Ultra Botanica several years ago by Dr. Brian Frank. Mm -hmm. And Adam and I discovered something six and seven years ago. Actually, his team developed this technology 10 years ago now, I believe. And they found out that the way they got curcumin into the body at these elevated, unprecedented levels into the bloodstream, this molecular curcumin that we call liquid protein scaffold technology, we found that it was a huge target for individuals that were dealing with daily mobility issues, with stiffness, with pain, with joint problems. And so I would love to hear how you have somebody that comes in. I mean, sure, you have tons of people that come in with pain. Let's talk about inflammation and how you deal with that in your practice and maybe how our products fit into that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, for one, I believe inflammation is the root of all disease. What? Yeah. All of it. Well, we did have Shalesh Kaushal that said 99% of all human disease is inflammation-based. So you're not, I guess, okay. We've never we've never had always, below 90%. No, we have that question, we, have we, Adam? And I always say dis-ease, like D-I-S-E-A-S-E. So that means not, not running around like a, and not being able to move and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 You're not an easy. You're not an easy. Okay. That's easy. So, so when you think not, about that. Not in homeostasis. Right. right. Yeah. So when you think of it that way, and we talk about trying to find the puzzle pieces, well, inflammation is always a root, right? So a signal of, of something out of balance in your body, then, what you're saying is, if I'm feeling that discomfort, mm -hmm. you're, you, are, there, you're saying there are solutions, then? Of course. And pain is actually a good thing. What? Okay. Okay, wait, because it tells us something's wrong. Uh, so, it's, so you look at pain as, it's uh, this is part of the it's puzzle. A right? Yeah, it's saying, hey, something's out of balance, something's mm -hmm. wrong. And our goal, again, is to find out what it is. And then here comes this amazing product. Oh, you're talking about our product. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> and, and what was amazing to me with it was using the protein scaffolding instead of using black pepper, which could be mm -hmm. irritating to some people's stomach. Oh, yeah. Not only th I mean, not only and that. And other things. And other things, uh, of yeah. Of course. But that was one of the biggest things I would get complaints on with other curcumin products I would use is it would upset their stomach or cause reflux. Oh, yeah. I have no issues with your product. No, it's, yeah, we never have stomach issues. I don't think we've ever had so, somebody have so, that problem. So I got to ask you, because Adam and I always ask people that call into our shows with, you know, okay, oh, what that, were you is... like before Ultra? What were you like after? So as a practitioner, this yeah. is so fun for me because we've never gotten to ask this question, Adam. As a practitioner, what was it like dealing with individuals that had inflammation, pain, mobility issues, joint pain, stiffness, uh, uh, mm -hmm. prior to UltraCur? And after you got introduced to Ultra Kirk. Yeah, so most of them, I mean, we had things that would help, you know, but when we introduced your product, we saw the biggest turnaround with pain and inflammatory responses in general. Whether we're talking about simple aches and pains, aging, which, you know, I think age is just a number personally. Right. Um, or, you know, pain, trauma, things like that. But also major disease, you know, like we talked about inflammatory diseases such as autoimmune diseases. Um, but one of my favorite things I hear back from clients is I did not realize how bad I felt until I felt this good. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> oh, we need to, can we trademark that? Can we borrow that one from you? Yeah. What was that again? I, I didn't, I can't just say it again. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize how bad I felt until I felt this good. Oh, wow. That that's, is so that, good. That's great. Yeah. So I, I, I usually ask people, mm -hmm. how long did, did it take for them to feel better? Mm -hmm. In your experience, if they're taking our original Ultra Cur. Mm -hmm. How long should somebody wait to expect to feel some sort of difference? Well, I always say we're all individuals, so everybody's right. a little different, right? But I would say within the first week for sure. 
uh, some like the first dose, just depending on what type of pain we're dealing with. Is it just from I tweaked my ankle to I, you know, have a major disease? And so, the, so the more complex the inflammatory response, maybe the slower that the the response would but be. They still can improve it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, I couldn't walk up my stairs. No, I can. So on on a scale of one to ten, it's kind of like one being eh, it's a little bit of improvement. How much improvement could somebody expect to get? I mean, on no joke, in my office, I would see at least eighty percent improvement. Wow. Like easy, hands easy, down. and that's a clinical assessment, not yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, so that's, you, so you touched on something there, and we and I don't want to I don't want to go over it. You know, we're talking about people with pain and stuff, but we also talked about autoimmune disorders and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you the same question that that Adam just did as when you're dealing with someone that has something like that, and it may have a manifestation of pain, but you know the underlying cause can create havoc in other areas of the body. Does UltraCur also really fit into the profile of how you treat those individuals as well? And does it also create that improvement factor of shortening time periods for results? Of, of course. Wow. Of course. Yeah, near, you guys have such a great expansive product line too. You know, adding the hemp, the advanced, the immune, all, I mean, and then, like, I, or the animal one, too. I, I can't tell you how many people are like, my dog can actually run and play fetch again. Isn't like, it cool? I mean, it's so fun. So, um, you know, broad spectrum use. But I would say most of my major conditions that we work with are on one of your products. That's amazing. Uh, wow. Easily that 80% number. You know, we only sell the clinical version, the Ultra yeah. Cur Pro and the Ultra Hemp Pro to clinical pr practitioners. Right. And that's uh, four times more uh, potent than our original product. Used, and it uses a different scaffold. I just want to remind our listeners that you can get free samples of our products online at ultratoday.com or go into any of the retail locations that we have in the greater Tulsa area, the greater Oklahoma City area, yeah. in Tulsa at Aikens Herbs, Rock Creek Herb, and Sepulpa. Rock Creek Herb and Vitamin and Sepulpa, the three Aikens Health Food stores. You've got Billy's Health Foods out in uh, Bartlesville and then... Uh, Next Generation Pharmacy, Next Gen RX is what it's called. It's kind of right there in the heart of Tulsa as well. Wow. But yeah, and just so many multiple locations from Norman to Moore now to Oklahoma City to Edmond and beyond. And you can get on our website and type in your zip code on the store locator and find practitioners all over the country like Kenzie that do these amazing things to uh, create a journey back to health for people. That's, that's great. So we're, we're back here um, at the Ultra Botanica Studios. Kenzie, we're, ta we're talking about inflammation and how inflammation affects different things in your body. You know, a lot of times, though, you have, it's, it's good, people can self-diagnose, right, and, and say, well, it's just inflammation. But a lot of times, other things are going on mm -hmm. that predisposes them to inflammation or are, is not the whole story. Mm -hmm. But in a large part, inflammation can be the beginning of the story. Why should they come in to see a naturopath? Well, for one, we like to look at the body as a whole. So we look at diet, nutrition, we look at exercise, mobility, movement. We look at the spiritual and emotional because, I mean, emotional pain is real, right? So we oh, do absolutely. deal with that. And it, and it turns into physical, it turns into physical problems. Exactly. We're mind, body, spirit. And we look at that just like the way the creator made us in his image of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And um, I think that's the benefit to coming into a store like ours is everybody's trained. So you don't have to just come in just to see me. You can see anyone in my staff, and they'll be easily able to point you in the right direction to get you started. And sometimes it's just not obvious that the problem is inflammation. Right. Well, again, 
we're so used to labels. Right. That's that's true. You know, so instead of just saying, having labeled most of the things in this room, yes. Yes. <laughs> right. So we're so used to being like, well, I was diagnosed, or my arthritis. Oh, that ca- those kind of those labels. Those labels. Yeah. yeah. So, but the labels don't tell you unless you understand, like, if it's arthritis, itis is, means inflammation. Right. It's inflammation of the joints. Okay. But like most people don't understand that, so they're like, oh, it's just arthritis, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's an inflammatory condition. It could be a bacterial, it could be a, some sort of sure. viral, it could be autoimmune, right. could be damage, could be out of joint, could right. be all sorts of could be, right? Trauma, yeah. Trauma, yeah. But I would say probably the biggest factor for inflammation in our society and the standard American diet. What, yeah. the sad diet? <laughs> Is Why, I mean, okay. I mean, let, let me play a little bit of a devil's advocate here. Sure. Why is fried food so bad for us what i mean it's so tasty how long we do you want to talk about this? i mean we could go for hours i mean but subject. seriously i mean, really what is, i mean people say it's so bad for us uh-huh. why does it damage what is it damaging us inside i mean what is going on it's not just fried foods it's sugar sugar Oh, don't say that. I know. Well, <laughs> the, the S word. Uh, Every everybody listening okay. now just kind of went. I think I'm going to turn the radio off. Oh, Sorry, but hard truth. <laughs> yep. Okay, truth. but then there's artificial sweeteners. So are artificial sweeteners bad too? Worse. Okay, but I, I really want to know why. Why? Why? Okay, okay, so let's let's talk about fried food for a second. Okay, fried food. So for one, you're you're cooking in a grease or okay. an oil, a saturated oil that. Our bodies have a hard time processing anyway. Doesn't okay. recognize it, does it? No. So it's jelly. What's this? Yeah. So then you talk about like heart disease and cardiovascular issues. And I mean, what what's the percentage? Like half the population on a statin drug for high cholesterol. Yeah. All right. Or triglycerides, which is a inflammatory marker. Right? Yeah. Okay. So um, just besides the fact that it gelates, it gets hard. We don't know how to digest it. Think about how many people don't have a gallbladder because they can't emulsify their fats. Okay. So okay. these are all, and, and one of the big things I've heard about fried foods is that when you fry things, it oxidizes the oils. Oxidative stress. So, yeah. and those oxidized oils are actually the biggest culprit in our bodies for creating those plaques. Yep. Right? So mm-hmm. the oils aren't bad. Good no. oils are good. Natural oils, like pure pressed olive oil, I guess are really good. Huge. Coconut, coconut, oh, organic, coconut oil, chia, chia, wow. avocado. Is that good? Oh, uh, yeah. no, those, so these raw pressed oils are e- good. Evening primrose, so fried oils, bad. Yeah. Are there, are there any fried oils that are okay? Well, well, can it's I say that? Can I can, <laughs> I, can, I, can I throw this fried. in though? So coconut oil has a much much higher point of Heat. being able to turn into something else. And so you can actually fry with coconut oil at low mm-hmm. temperatures mm-hmm. and not turn it into something that your body that's doesn't oxidized. recognize. Okay. That's right. Well, that, yes. you know, that's, a, that's something coconut we should actually look into. Coconut oil is the best, actually, in that regard. It's got the highest point before it oxidizes. Oh, that's that's really good to know, Josh. Yeah. 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 That's my that. health to the That's day. your Josh's health. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to. You could saute. Oh, yeah. yes, of yeah. course. You can. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm talking about sauteing. I mean, yeah, frying, I guess, is frying. Okay. Then then there's sugar. Do we really need to talk about sugar? I mean, I think so. <laughs> so, I mean, well, what I tell my clients is some of the top inflammatory foods, the number one in my book is sugar. Yeah. Oh, no. And it's not, people are like, oh, I can't eat fruit now. No, 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 no. Adam's speaking sugar. of exotic so things our, our like fr- baklava and stuff. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. no, no Eclairs, come on. <laughs> so, fruits are okay? 
Oh my gosh, fruits are amazing. But don't they have a lot of sugar in them? But they have fiber and minerals and nutrients that our body craves. One of the things I've seen actually over the last couple of years is like with the keto diet, they're cutting out good fruit. Or we're seeing major mineral deficiencies in a lot of these clients because they're not getting that mineral content. Oh, from eating fruit. Yeah. Now, I'm begging the question in my brain here. Is there a real difference between organic and non-organic fruit? Yes. Okay. 100% well, my opinion. So You're, I got to tell you this weird Kenzie story and Dr. Frank. They're sitting together talking to one another, and they're conversing about how they shop at the grocery store. Yeah. And they walk up and pick up things off the organic section even, and they'll hold them up like, nope, not going to work. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're actually testing yeah, their, as everything. they shop. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm, 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 uh, Dr. Frank wow. does it too. This does is not he? a crazy thing. We he gotta does get it all Dr. the time. Frank in back, yeah. back in here. He's a great man. He's a great man. You know, next time we're going to have both of you oh, awesome. on, because I think you guys could really riff off of each other. Now you better give I, us like an hour to talk. An hour yeah, to talk. So, so, <laughs> I, so I want to put you on the spot, Kenzie, with something, because I thought about this a little while ago. Off the top of your head, can you think of a success story? Obviously, there will be anonymity with one of your patients. But can you think of one of those things where somebody came to you, maybe they were a tired mom that had had two children, she's in her 30s, she's gained 50 pounds, she hurts everywhere, she can't sleep at night, and give me a success story. Just just wing a su success story for me of something like that. Man, like to narrow it down. Because you have, have so hundreds. Many. I know. <laughs> I, know. Um, I would say that's a great example. You know, you have... A, most people hit that wall around that 30, 35 age, right? It's like I used to be able to eat anything, do whatever, and then all of a sudden I hit a wall, right? Yeah. And so that's when we see the years of maybe bad choices kick in and start causing pain. So I would say, yeah, that would be a great example of, you know, the average client that would come in around that age and just have those aches and pains, not being able to get on up and down on the floor with their kids as well, things like that, to, you know, coming in a couple weeks later going, Oh my gosh, I don't hurt anymore. Or like I said earlier, I didn't realize how bad I felt until I felt this good. Yeah. 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 That, that that's it it's a it's a beautiful it's a terrible thing to waste your life in stiffness and pain. Yeah, and with an, and in dis ease. Mm -hmm. Uh do yourself a favor, give a call to Taylor's Herbs. Mm -hmm. What was the phone number again? It's four zero five seven two two seven four four four. And the website is taylorsherbs.com. And I have to mention real quickly, Adam. She, I asked her this before we got on the air today. She has people that come see her from not just this city, other cities, and even other states. What? International? Word of mouth referral. People Actually, come yeah. in to see her from other places because what she does brings healing to people. Well, that's that's the key. Um, so what is, what's the Lord been showing you recently? I know you're, you're getting ready to have your first child. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah. So anything that God's been put on your heart recently in today's... I think to not focus on all the distracting things we have and focus on his goodness because we have so many things pulling at us and if anything the last couple of years have taught us that we are really made for community it's really important you know what's really important in life mm -hmm. and so I would say right now would be not to listen turn the TV off you know <laughs> turn the radio off except for our show <laughs> turn the news off because it's all these things that are just just weighing us down, pulling us out, pulling our eyes, our focus back to earth and not keeping our eyes on him, the lifter of our head. Mm. And just realize that all these little nitpicky things that the enemy is using to distract us as a whole, as a body of Christ, but to focus on all the goodness that God, I mean, you're, you're alive. You woke up today. Yes, gas prices are high. Yes, things are going on. 
but we're okay. Yeah. Right, and that and we I, will be okay. And I think that can give us a heart of attitude where we can be useful in the kingdom of God rather than just yes. um, a lump being annoyed by the things we that are around us. We need to be us. set apart. That's good. Set apart mm-hmm. mm, and made right. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't this been fun today, Adam, with Kenzie Taylor? It's been great. Kenzie, would you mind coming back sometime? Of course. Uh, we'd love to see you again. So we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is Ultra Life Today. Hey, it's Adam here from Ultra Life Today. I hope you've been enjoying this interview with Kenzie Taylor. She's had an amazing journey, and part of her journey was actually learning about Ultra Botanica products, one of which is called UltraCur. It's curcumin bound to a protein scaffold. It's not your everyday curcumin. It doesn't need black pepper extract in order to get it into the body. We actually use something called liquid protein scaffolding. This is our technology patented by the U.S. Patent Office. It's one of the only U.S. developed curcumin technologies developed here in Oklahoma City. You can get your own UltraCur by using the uh, the code ULTRANOW20. That's ULTRANOW20 at ultratoday.com. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself either a free sample by reaching out to us at ultratoday.com or get 20% off your first order by using the coupon code ULTRANOW20. We're going to go right back here into our interview with Kenzie Taylor. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and enjoy this amazing journey that Kenzie Taylor has for us. Hey, welcome to Ultra Life Today. My name is Adam Payne. I'm CEO and host of Ultra Life Today. We've uh, had the benefit in the past of being able to talk to one of the what I think, one of the leading experts in botanicals and the growth, the um, harvesting, the identification, and the uh, overall knowledge base of botanicals. Uh, One of my, I think, dear friend and one of the best guys I know in in the field, literally right now in the field, Ed Fletcher. (laughs) Ed, welcome back. Hey, Adam. Thank you. Pleasure to be back. Yeah, I am in the field in the in the edge of the woods here, we're in North Carolina mountains where a lot of these medicinals we're talking about growing. So glad to be here. So so over the last couple of months, we've talked about uh, American ginseng. We've talked about right. golden seal. Right. Uh, we talked about black cohosh. Right. Boy, we've learned so much about, uh, I think what really got me, I, I, I met you at a, um, a botanical drug conference out of Mississippi in March, can you imagine it was March of, of this year? It was. That's yes, it was. already right. over 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 six months ago. It yeah. seems like time just flies. Um, and what caught me at the conference, Ed, was that there are so many unscrupulous um, uh, botanical ingredient uh, suppliers out there in the marketplace that are. Um, what do you call it, falsifying or um, producing not the – what do you call it when they're producing not the real thing? The, um, they're well, it's adulterated. Faking it, they're adulterated, that's it. Yeah, it's an adulterated compound. And um, yeah. what really got me and what started our conversation, besides me falling on my back while playing bowling and you carry, helping to carry me out of the, <laughs> out of the bowling alley, was um, – and that's a whole story in and of itself. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> was that whole discussion around a golden seal that 
there, the supply of golden seal is only 25% of the overall market. And we talked about that in the episode we talked about golden seal. So I'm really grateful to have you back. It's always such a fascinating discussion. Ed, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about Eupatorium perfoliatum, boneset. Boneset is an herb that's been used. Yes, it's got a good history, a long history, being used for a lot of different things. Uh, you know, it's known for uh, its diaphoretic uses. And it also was used extensively in the 1918 uh, flu epidemic to help people perspire and break the fever uh, to sort of break through the the fever and the and get through the epi- get through their episode faster and everything. So it's got a good long history. It's native here to the uh, to the eastern U.S. It actually grows as far south as Florida. It grows up into Nova Scotia also, but it doesn't grow not quite in the thickness of the woods that you see behind me. Here. It grows more in the open pastures in the edge of the woods or the open woods. But it's a very unique herb. It's been used for many many different reasons and many for a long time too. It seems uh, bone set seems to have a pretty good, it, it's a Native American herb. Yes. So this is yes, something is. that was, that was what it didn't come from Europe to the United States. No, it came, it was found here and it, it's, it was used in the, I guess, the Native American pharmacopoeia. Yes, it was exactly. No, it's a true na- Native North American herb. It sure is. Now I'm reading, you sent me a little uh, kind of cheat sheet here. Yeah. Um, the the tea is is used to induce sweating and fevers, flu and colds. Yes. So yes. Tell, why would you want to do that? Well, you know, when you get a fever, mainly when you what they call you break a fever, that's when you sweat. That's when you start to your body does its natural reaction to handle that and take uh, care of it. And that's you know, like when I get feel bad and I go to bed and when I break a sweat, I feel like, okay, now I'm on the downhill side. It's helped me to get over it. So it, I believe it helps trigger your body's natural response to whatever's causing you know, your fever. Or the, yeah. You know what? You're right. I mean, did, did you know that, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Tylenol or acetaminophen also has that same kind of reaction in people. If, you, if they have a fever, it actually induces a, uh, a sweat reaction which cools yep. the body down and uh, creates, right. um, I guess, breaking the fever as it, as it is. Right. Interesting. Yeah, breaks the fever. That's exactly what it's for. That's one of the so other names feel- that they talk about. Yeah. What's that? Is they call it break bone fever. That's another one of the common names that were used for bone set is break bone fever because that's what it helps break it. And, you know, when you have those, when you have those aching, I think the bone set – they talk about when you really have those achings down into the deep deepness of your bones. That's why it talks about yeah. it helps you break that fever and uh, relieves that aching. It's also called thoroughwort. Uh, yes. I guess is a is less common name. Um, so tell us about the plant. Where is it found, and um, and how do, how can people find it? Yeah. Well, it grows natively. It's a it's in the composite family, and it grows natively out in the open fields or in some you know not densely shaded woods. But it likes a semi moist environment. It's not that hard to grow. We grow it quite easily, and uh, it gets about four to six feet tall, depending on how much sunlight you get and how much water. But it's a beautiful white bloom. 
we have some ornamentally around the house, and we also grow it uh, for the medicinal uses for the herb. And it's the aerial portion that's used. You cut above ground all the aerial portion when it's in bloom, and it's uh, so that's very sustainable in the fact you just cut it and it keeps coming back. It's perennial. It returns every year. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to take a moment here to turn off all of my notifications because they're causing sounds here. Give me one second. Okay. No problem. Okay, come on. All right, there we go. And... I'm back. Sorry about that. Um, it's all right. So, so you, uh, you're harvesting it when it's in full bloom and you're taking all the aerial parts above the ground. Uh, do you just keep the leaves or is it everything kind of chopped up into whatever the, uh, the botanical um, material is? Yeah. I mean, it's most of the material we provide is whole herb aerial portion, which includes the stem. Uh, I have had customers that only wanted the leaf and the bloom, which is uh, changes the pricing quite a bit because obviously the stem on the plant is what gives it weight. And when you sell something by the pound, <laughs> yeah, you're losing about 60% of the weight when you take the stem out. So generally speaking, it's the whole herb, and it all has the effect. It's just a matter of how strong you want it to be. And we sell that either in a cut form or even to a powder form to some of our customers that use it in a, some of you are going to use it in an extract or some are going to use it in a powder form, a lot of capsules and pills. Do you know which companies actually make a, um, uh, a, a product, product using this material? Well, there's, uh, yeah, there's several. There's, uh, you caught me off the top of my head. I know Nature's uh, Sunshine has a product from it. I know, uh, okay. I uh, can't think of the other companies, uh, but there's several companies that do have products. I do know in the last few years, this is something that we probably should mention, that uh, with the new emphasis on the intake of pyrazinal alkaloids, PAs, that Europe has discussed about, there's been several companies pulled back from using a lot of bonehead because it does contain amount of PAs. But, you know, there's been a lot of work done on that. It's proven that most of us... PAs are in a lot of things. They're in a lot of different plants. As a matter of fact, honey has the highest PAs of any plant or any food that most of us consume. I mean, we eat a lot of honey, so or most people enjoy their honey or sweetener in some kind of honey. So, anyway, it, it is uh, the companies are addressing that in the way they make it and they test for PAs to make sure there's not a not an overdose of PAs in their system when they dosage their product. So it's still a good usage. You just have to be careful not overdose it. So, yeah, and maybe we can address the pyrrolizidine alkaloids. Pyrrolizidine alkaloids. I guess those have been studied to, uh, for their potential to uh, affect or harm liver function. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, and, this, and this is too much of it can actually uh, cause liver damage. Yes. But at uh, but the the doses that normally people would get with bone set shouldn't be that high, and any company no. that's using it will, will be testing for uh, the levels of PAs, pyrrolizidine, 
alkaloids within within this within the botanica botanical product. Yeah. Um, and so when do, they put their company- dosage on the bottle, that's that's one thing to always pay attention to. Just like in a pharmaceutical product, you take tells you when to take it, how often, and how many. Same thing on a dietary supplement. It follow the dosage on the bottle. Yeah, you know, what was the name of the company that you thought might have it? Let me take a look at online for them for just a second here. Okay. Yeah, Nature's Sunshine I know makes a uh, a product with bone set. And there's several others too, and there's some in different teas. I don't know the tea brands off the top of my head. Let's see. Nature's Sunshine. They got a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, uh, horseradish. Yeah, bone set, extractive bone set. The, yeah. Uh, so they have a product called Seasonal Allergy, formerly yeah. ALJ liquid, and its main ingredient is bone set extract. Also okay. fenugreek seed, horseradish, uh, mullein leaves, fennel seed, and other and vegetable glycerin. I guess that's just a carrier. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and that's it. They um, so they have that one product there. Ed, so how how did you get involved in doing in working on Boneset? Boneset, well, when I was uh, with the previous company, they they came to me. One of the customers wanted Boneset, and they asked me about cultivated. And I said, sure, it's easy to grow. So we just started growing it and supplying it. And I would say majority of the Boneset still comes from the wild because it's so sustainable just because you harvest the aerial portion and it grows back. But there are some, uh, there are some smaller cultivation projects. I would just to have a, a more steady supply because anytime you get something out of the wild, the weather may change the supply from year to year. So it just depends, but, uh, we've been supplying it to companies for probably 25 to 30 years. Wow. So it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty steady staple for people that have been using it and it's probably yes. still a part of, uh, naturopaths are probably using it and uh, carrying it in their pharmacopoeia. Well, let's go uh, go have a look at the plant and take a look and see how this stuff is uh, harvested and what it looks like. Okay. Our mission is to take nature's most beloved botanicals and enhance them with our liquid protein scaffold technology. This helps it reach your cells faster and better. With exponentially enhanced bioavailability, you'll feel better every day. Ultra Botanica, the feel-good curcumin. So anyway, this is uh, here's the bone set. There's the bloom. It's not quite fully opened up, but it's got a beautiful white umble bloom on top. That's beautiful. And you can see, yeah, it is. And you can see the name. Perfoliatum is a species name, as you can see. I think I'm showing you the right place. See how the leaves, the stem seems to just perforate right through the leaf there? You see yep. right in the center? It looks is like the stem is just sticking right. That's it, exactly. That's why the name, there's another better picture. The leaves just seem to join together, and, it's, and it, it says that it perforates the stalk. So that's why it's called Perfoliatum. Exactly. But it is beautiful. In another two weeks, these will be fully opened up. I could send you a better photo of the blooms, but they're just getting ready to open up. So it's a nice, beautiful plant this time of year. Yeah. How many pounds do you, uh, do you harvest on an annual basis, Ed? Or is that a trade secret? 
No, no, it's not. It's probably between eight to ten thousand pounds, average. Whoa. That's the wow. dry herb. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of plant material. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Considering that uh, the, the fresh to dry ratio is about three and a half to one. So, in other words, when I harvest this plant, if I get three pounds, it'll dry down to about one pound. You know. <laughs> so you got you're going to have about eighteen thousand of those then. Or not eighteen thousand. Yep, right. Well, how many how many pounds did you say? About eighteen hundred pounds. Eight to eight to ten thousand pounds of dry material. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. That is a lot. You're right. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of plant material. It is. But again, it's very sustainable because it's just aerial portion and it's usually harvested. Oh. It can be harvested after the bloom, but we always let it finish blooming or in full bloom and then collect the seeds, but it's always going to return from the roots. That's great. Now, now during, um, so uh, we were just talking before the broadcast. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I'm in the tail end of being sick with COVID here. Uh -huh. um, this is yesterday. I was lying in bed miserable. And today right. after taking all the botanicals that I have and some prescription drugs for, that my doctor recommended, I'm, I'm actually feeling human today, which I'm really grateful for. I wasn't looking forward to a long uh, period of uh, being sick. I think I pick. I was overseas, and um, no. you'll find this interesting. Ed, I was looking at a plantation in Vietnam, where um, we're looking at at acquiring mm -hmm. a factory over there that um, focuses on krillum latifolium. Yeah. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with the krilla latifolium yes. species. Um, there's a company over in Vietnam. Yes. There's actually a, a researcher over in Vietnam that found a specific species that was used in the Vietnamese pharmacopoeia and was reserved by royalty to treat uterine fibroids and, um, and prostatitis. And so they do a, they, they have their own, I was at the plantation yes. and we saw how they're growing all, uh, nice. about uh, 40 hectares of krillolatifolium. And they're they're harvesting the aerial wow. portions on a forty five day cycle, and then they dry that down, and then they uh, do a either a water or a water ethanolic extraction on it, and then doing a fluid bed dryer to get the the final dried um, primary extract, and it's um it's been working. So we're right. acquiring the factory because um, it's. It's the only compound that we found anywhere in the world that addresses uterine fibroids. But it, it's a beautiful plant. It's an absolutely beautiful uh, process. Wow. And uh, Awesome. And we're going to want to get you over there to take a look at what they're doing to see if we ha you can give us any ideas for improving um, the, the quality of the harvest and the yield that, that we have going on over there at some point. Okay. Won't be in the near, near future. Sure. I'd love to. Yeah, that's that's right down my alley. That's why I, I enjoy many places. I've been able to go and help them efficientize the propagation of the cultivation and the. You know, it's such a shame, Adam. You see so many farmers or even producers produce a crop or grow a crop, but they don't address the post-harvest handling. The, the aspects of each species is different, and you can ruin your whole years of harvesting your production just by non-applicable post-harvest handling so that's very important yes so uh, you know with my um with my covid ed 
I was um, I was wondering, did did people try using Bone Set for uh, their COVID infections? I did. You did. <laughs> so I'm assuming some other people did. I'm not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did, and I was able to get over it really fast. Like you, I, I mean, I was about three days. I felt not the top, and then I had foggy brain for a few days after that. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that used Bone Set because it helped. Again, I felt like it just helped my my body's natural process to get over it. Yeah. yeah. So there's that uh, there's that concept of like you get sick and you get a fever, and then you break you. I whenever I'm breaking the fever, I like I pour out sweat. It's like I wake up right. in a puddle of sweat. Right. right, and it's kind of my that's body body's saying that's your body's natural process. It's kind of dumping everything out, right, and yes, cooling myself down and doing all that stuff. It's really that's interesting. Right. Yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, we're not naturopaths, but we certainly have been through it a couple of times. I would imagine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So how do you um, so how do you prepare a natural um, uh, kind of concoction of bone set? Well, if I'm going to make a tea, I'll just cut some of the leaf off and dry it, crumble it mm -hmm. up, and just, uh, you know, put some hot water over it and make a tea out of it. I'd rather have it in a tea as opposed to a capsule, but I do have, uh, I do take some of the tablets uh, also if I have a, if I have a fever. How much of the, uh, how much, how many grams of the leaves do you use to, uh, to make the tea? About uh, 60 to 80 grams, and I make about Oh, a, so it's pretty, pretty tea. intense. Yeah, but it's short term. It's not, you know, that's one thing, again, as far as with the PAs being concerned about that. I'm not going to do that every day. It's not a daily sure. dosage. Just like, just like golden seal, they don't suggest taking golden seal on a daily basis. But for, you know, uh, just for a short period of time and those kind of doses to help what ails you, I think it's not a problem. And your body's able to handle that. Yeah, it certainly helps to uh, regulate if it can help us. Uh, help our immune system to regulate. And I've also read in some literature that they'll use um, bone set as a poultice over different kinds of boils or tumors. Have you heard that too? Yes, I sure have. And uh, poultices were how I was introduced into this. My grandmother used to put a poultice on me for pleurisy and different sores and things. And I'm not sure if she used bone set in there or not, but I think poultices are underutilized application to get something particularly on the outside of your you know to me instead of taking a pill that has to go in your body and find where it needs to go to to help it a poultice if you particularly if you have something on your skin you know your skin our skin is our biggest organ anyway but it's particularly if you can put it directly on what ails you like on a sore place on your elbow or something as opposed to taking uh, something or to support it i think poultices are yeah. underutilized in my opinion so for, for the benefit of our audience that might not know what this um, ancient yeah. medical term yeah. is, could you t help explain what a poultice is for people? Well, a poultice is simply a, I won't say a concoction, that doesn't sound right, but anyway, an emulsification, I guess you would say, of maybe some herbs and some milk or something. I know my grandmother, the way she made, I had pleurisy one time when I was very young, and she said, Go, my lungs were hurting, you know, when you're breathing. It's mm. pleurisy is the infection of the lining of your lungs. And it's hard to get a deep breath because every time you breathe, it feels it like hurts. sandpaper. Yeah. yeah. She, said, go out and, she said, go out and dig the butterfly weed, which is the other common name for pleurisy root. Asclepius tuberosa is a botanical name. Go out wow. and dig the butterfly weed. It's a beautiful orange uh, 
plant that attracts butterflies. So I dug up the root. Mm. I took it into her. She put it up on the pot on the stove, and she poured some. I know she poured some honey. She may have poured some molasses or something, and then she stirred it and heated it up for a while, and then she took that and put it on a like a a, a, um, a cloth, you know, a cotton mm-hmm. cloth or something, and then just attached it to my side, wrapped it wrapped it around me, and tied a tied a big bandage with a t-shirt or something around my side. So it's dra- basically just the the uh, the whatever you make out of it. The what do you call it? The media, not the media, but the the substance that you make by mixing the products together, and then you just just apply it directly to your skin on the part that ails you. And we put it right around my chest here. And overnight I was, I woke up the next morning. I was fine. So it's essentially a, a direct application to the skin of the botanical ingredients, sometimes with a exactly. carrier or a, like, yes. a, they, so the honey or the molasses was like a carrier. It must've felt a little sticky or weird on the skin, but it helped it yeah. to stick to the skin and absorb, take absorb all the nutrients. Sure. I guess, sure. you know, we, it's transdermal botanicals. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so I guess Boneset has a whole bunch of different applications. Using it in a powdered form or an extracted form, in uh, in tablets or liquids, like what we saw with, um, I guess that one company, Nature Sunshine, and mm-hmm. then we have. Um, uh, a tea using 60 to 80 grams of the dried leaf material mm-hmm. that could be used um, for people that want to uh, break a fever or get over a, a bad cold or a bad sickness. And then mm-hmm. um, and then a poultice, which is really an interesting thing. Obviously, you'd want to do any of these things only under the advisement of a naturopath or an integrated physician or, or a... Uh, or somebody, I guess, acupuncturists and other, and other uh, people that have medical licenses that are allowed to, to prescribe these kinds of things. Um, but I just find it fascinating learning so much about these botanical substances. I knew nothing about bone set until you brought it up the other day. And now yeah. I feel like I, you've, op- you've opened a whole new world for me, Ed. Well, good. I'm glad, Adam. That's, that's, I think that's what we're here to do, share what we know to, with those who are looking to see. Yep. All right. Well, Ed, it's been a pleasure having you. Any ideas for next time? Ah, well, like I told you, we're going to go. We're having our uh, American ginseng and our golden seal harvests next month, and I'll be on site. So if we have the chance, be glad. I invite you and your audience to come along with us to harvest our ginseng and golden seal. Oh, that would be fun. I think let's do that. So when you're up in the field, let me know, and uh, we'll catch you out there and share the uh, the wonders of harvesting golden seal and ginseng with everybody. Thank Ed, thank Sounds you so good, much man. for joining us. You bet. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah, you take too. care. Bye-bye. We take a walk. The sun is shining down. Burns my feet as I touch the ground. Hey, this is Adam here at Ultra Life Today. I hope you have all enjoyed this journey that we've had with Kenzie Taylor, her amazing journey through uh, trying to be a doctor, getting laid back flat on her back, and then turning to God and finding immense relief on this journey becoming a naturopath. She still practices here today in Oklahoma City. You can find her at Taylor's Herbs in Oklahoma City. You can also find access to any of the amazing products that we've talked about, Endolift, or UltraCur by going to ultratoday.com. You can go there and sign on and get free samples 
of any of our Ultra Botanica products. You can also go into any natural grocers across the country and ask them for a free sample of Ultra Cur products or Aikens. And um, you can get 20% off your first order here at ultratoday.com by using the coupon code ULTRANOW20. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned next week for a, an amazing adventure that we're going to have with our next key opinion leader. Thanks for joining us.